Hey everyone, welcome to the What's Next Podcast. My name is Janelle Wilkins. I want to thank each and every one of you for joining with me for episode 6 of the What's Next Podcast for the main channel. This is my experience clubbing and partying. I'm going to share that with each and every single one of you. So thank you all for tuning in. Do not forget to download, share with your friends. And leave a comment. Let me know what you think of these episodes. I think this can be a great episode. But before I get started, I do have something to address. But before I before I address that, make sure you, if you don't already, follow the Instagram underscore West Next Podcast underscore is the Instagram. And in my bio, you can find where to watch these episodes. You can find it on RSS.com, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. All you have to do is type in either Chanel Wilkins, C-H-A-N-N-E-L-L, Wilkins, W-I-L-K-I-N-S, or you can type in What's Next Podcast, and if you see the clouds and the black screen, you can find this episode. You can even do a simple other Google search, and you will find the What's Next Podcast, and make sure to share it, spread the word, and let's get us to over 1,050 followers by the time this episode comes out, and then I... I, I anticipate huge growth after this episode because I think this can be a really phenomenal episode. Now, before I get into my experience clubbing, just talking about that aspect of um, my activities in my life, I do want to address something uh, that's important to address, not only for now, but for future reference. It's kind of like a PSA for anyone I work with on the podcast. Let's start with this. I'm going to admit to you right now, this episode did not go the way I wanted it to go. The original plan for this episode was to have a guest on this podcast episode talking about clubbing and partying with me. Because I think it's important to have more than one perspective. I didn't want this to be about my experience. I kind of, I mean, I wanted it to be like a part of the episode, but I wanted to have two different perspectives. Because I think it's better to have a bunch of different perspectives. And more importantly, a female perspective um, of the nightlife and stuff like that, so I wanted that, but unfortunately, timing was an issue, and uh, even more of an issue that really was problematic and kind of upset me a little bit is people not being of their word. Uh, I have had someone verbally agree to say yes to uh, doing this episode, and uh, you know they 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 folded at the last minute, and I'm very disappointed in that. And you all deserve to have an episode out. It's been a month since my personal fitness journey and talking about that, these episodes need to come out. I mean, I'm glad that the sports edition is going so well and I, and that content is coming out great. But the difference is, and as I preference before on the Instagram post, but as I addressed on the post, those episodes are easier to do because unedited, to a degree. In terms of like the wording isn't edited, uh, it takes a little less time to complete. These episodes, I put time into editing. So these episodes, all the stuff about lifestyle, all the stuff about red flags and whatnot, you know, those take time to edit. So those take a little longer. And I know that by the time some of these people are maybe committed to finally doing this episode, it's not going to be out by the time y'all deserve to have this out. And my number one thought when doing episodes is you guys. I'm disappointed that, you know, people can't be of their word and join the podcast and make this the best it possibly can. So I want to first start off by thanking people who have been on the podcast episode before and them being good with their time. 
Uh, shout out to Star Roddy Rod for the online dating episode that he was on. Uh, he was great. Shout out to Jaden. Shout out to my sister. Shout out to the people who um, have respected this, my podcast, respected the time I have. Because uh, as I've shared with all of y'all um, before, I'm, I'm busy, man. I mean, just like anyone else. I'm, But just like hopefully a lot of people, I don't let my time wasted. Do have an expectation that if you say you're going to do something, you're going to do that. And that's something I do take very seriously. So this is now... You know, a PSA to anyone who I work with on any sort of podcast. I know a lot of my followers and a lot of the supporters are people who do podcasts themselves. And, you know, I'm always open to collaborations. I'm always open to working with other people. I think there's a lot of very underrated, very talented podcasters out there who do great work. But one thing I always say is that you can expect me to be of my word. I don't promise anything I don't think I can deliver on. I expect the same from you guys. If if anyone wants to collaborate, I'm open to it. But the one thing I absolutely require is if you say you're going to do something, unless it's an absolute emergency, I expect you to be there and uh, making the time to uh, be helping out the podcast, the What's Next podcast that I work so hard on. Nick Provenzato, he works so hard on as far as the sports edition is concerned, being an excellent co-host. You know, anyone else who who's on the, in the future is on the podcast. It's important to me that we respect each other's time and be committed to our word. So I just want to set that out there. Uh, no sour grapes to um, the person who didn't commit to the time. No sour grapes. It's just something you remember when they asked to be on the podcast again. If it's, if you don't think it's you, it's probably not you. So I don't I don't want to hear like anyone thinking I'm taking personal shots at them, because it's not the case. I the person who knows knows, and that's where we're gonna leave it at. Now let's get to what we actually came to talk about. We we're talking about my clubbing, nightlife, party experience, whatever you want to call it. I want to start by saying as a disclaimer, this is not a, an advice episode i'm not here to spread advice i still have a lot to learn i'm you gotta remember i'm 22 years old i i'm freshly out of college you know the whole hopefully there's still a lot more life left to live a lot more adventures and crazy moments in my life that i can still cherish and look at fondly there's gonna be more mistakes that i make you know hopefully not major but you know you never know what, what in this life could happen so this is not an advice thing I'm not here to spread any advice to you guys. Maybe some recommendations here and there, but this is about just sharing my experience with you. Maybe you can relate, maybe you can't, but this is me talking straight to you. This is a conversation, and I just wanted to share what my clubbing life, my nightlife has been like thus far in the, what do you call this, a year and for a month, I've been legally able to go to clubs. So let's get started here. I am 22 years old. And I would say that for me, I like clubbing in moments. For me, I look at this nightlife and I get more and more irritated. And not irritated, maybe that's the wrong word. But I enjoy it less and less as I get older. And I know you're like, oh, you're 22 and you already dislike it. Like, I'm not a big, big fan of it. Obviously, I feel like it's needed every once in a while. I and I and I mean the word needed because to me, clubbing can kind of feel like the gym sometimes, and partying can feel like the gym sometimes. In terms of, it's a place where you can shut your mind off from all the problems that you 
have in your personal life, all the distractions, all the stress that you are going through, is a clubbing and partying is a way to live in the moment, which a lot of us aren't able to do, me, myself, sometimes, forget to live in the moment and really just enjoy what we have right now and enjoy what this life has to offer. So for me, I, lo- I like clubbing in that perspective. That's why I go to, uh, you know, go out, get laid and stuff like that. You know, occasional basis, you know. Actually, I, I want to ask you guys. This is going to be a fun little conversation we can have, like, through DMs and stuff like that, through comments and stuff along those lines. What would you say is too much clubbing? I, and I'm going to put a poll on that, actually, on Monday. It's the ninth time I'm recording this right now. I'm going to post it on the 10th. I wanna, I'm very curious to figure out what everyone considers to be an exceptional amount of partying or an excessive amount or something that's way too little, in your opinion. I'm curious about that. But for me, I enjoy it because it's a, it's a stress reliever for me. So that's why I do this. And the second main reason I do this is, you know, some people aren't going to like the answer. Some people are going to think it some sort of way of it. But for me, I, I, I club because I'm single. Honestly, if I was in a, like, a relationship, I'm not sure if I would really club a lot, um, especially to the amount I feel like I do sometimes. I don't think I would if I was in a relationship because... I'm not a big fan. I'm I, like for me, I would say I'm very introverted, purely. And I and I and by purely, I mean I think naturally I am a introvert. I can turn it on and off. Sometimes I feel willing to be the most charismatic person and talk to everyone, and really just you know engage with everyone, have good conversations. Not at clubs, and that's not because I don't want to. It's for me because I can't hear very well. I'm not sure if anyone else can relate to this. My hearing is very poor, I feel, for my age. Like, I, like when I'm in clubs, when I'm in nightclubs, when I'm in, like, loud settings, my hearing is awful. When Anytime my friends are talking to me, even when we're in, like, close vicinity, like, literally, like, right up on each other, or a young lady talks to me, and we're, and she's trying to talk to me, like, I can, I can only hear maybe half of what you're saying on a good, like, on a good day. Most of the time, I can't hear, so I, I almost kind of, in a way, given up, like, hey, let's do, the t- like, talking. I don't, I, don't, I don't like talking at clubs, and because my hearing is so poor, it's nothing personal whatsoever it's not like and i and i hope people don't feel this way like oh i'm a jackass and i don't want to engage in conversation or get to know anybody because that's not the case it really is sometimes just i can't hear you so i just want to preference that uh to anyone i talk to at a bar if you see me out and you think oh he's being a dick he he or he's being he's a jerk he don't want to get to know me and all that i love getting to know people i think everyone had the interesting unique experience that is worth listening to and and worth hearing but if i can't hear you i can't hear you so that's the reason i don't like talking too much in clubs so for me it kind of ruins the fun of it like for me i like house parties how like doing because house parties are a little quieter you know more people at house parties like when you're at a house party you usually know people and i like going to places hanging out and partying with people i know so that's why i don't like when i party i don't party with like random people if it's like a, I don't know, I, I know some people who would just party with random people, uh, dormitory, like if like everyone's on the same floor is going, or they're going with um, their work friend. I don't do that as of right now. I don't. And it's because I like partying with people I'm comfortable with. That, that's just me. I'm trying to get past that stigma because I will say, and I love my friends, but <laughs> sometimes you niggas are not fun to party with. 
especially when I'm off my off the weed, because like I'm not sure if anyone else can relate to this, but I'm actually more hyper and more energetic after smoking weed than I am drinking. I actually mellow out uh, when I have drinks, and when I'm when I'm and when I have weed, I'm a turn up kind of cat. You know, I I, I I like to dance and do all that stuff, and you know, have a good time. So that, and that's just me. I know not everyone is that way. And you, honestly, it's better that not everyone's that way. But that's just me. I'm looking actually for more people who are kind of like, hey, let's get on the dance floor, turn up, all that kind of stuff. Like, as much as I love my friends, y'all niggas don't do that. Y'all niggas will not turn up with me and y'all look at me funny. Uh, how about you all enjoy yourselves and stop be- stop looking like you hate the world? So, uh, and, and I'm saying that jokingly, somewhat. Uh, I'm, I'm saying that jokingly, jokingly out of love. Like, being a little harsh credit to my friends because I love my friends, but... Y'all niggas can act. Y'all can niggas can have more fun. Except um, except my man Arlie. Except my man Arlie. I will say, my man Arlie turns turns up even more than I do. Um, as far as dancing, it's awful dancing. He he can't dance, but I love the effort. I can't dance either. I'm better than him at dancing, but I can appreciate the effort. If you make the effort on the dance floor and you and you making the effort turning up, it's funny sometimes. Like I be like a lot of these uh, ladies at the club. They they. We'll play. There'll some. There'll be some rap song playing. Like the best one is uh, "Dreaming Nightmares." Any girl who <laughs> I've interacted with, and you know, this strong "Dreaming Nightmare" comes on by Meat Mill, and they're doing the whole "Hold away the minute." Y'all thought I was they, they don't know the word. They're they're either mouthing it or I or lucky for them, I can't hear them enough to know exactly what they're saying. But I can tell. By the way, their lips are moving. It's wrong. <laughs> I can tell it's not the right words coming out. So it's always just hilarious to like. Now that my little rant is over, let's get into, you know, some questions I know a lot of people ask. First of, how do you? A lot of people ask me before, like, how do you feel about buying drinks at the bar for women and stuff like that? Like, do you buy drinks? How how do you how do you move in the bar? Stuff along those lines. And again, this isn't advice, this is just what I do. As far as the drinks is concerned, usually I don't buy drinks at the bar. And that's even just for me. I like to pregame. But now, i kind of been more open to that. I've been more open to buying drinks at bars and buying women drinks at bars. Because I had a bad experience of my first ever time at a Rutgers bar. So, this was a funny story. And I actually, yesterday, funny enough, went back to Rutgers to go to the very same bar this happened at. But it was like two, three years ago. My friend and I'm gonna and I'm gonna give code names. I'm not gonna give their actual names because I didn't ask them whether I can use their names, so they're gonna get code names. Paul, Paul. In this scenario, I had weed and alcohol at the same time, and I was tripping. I, 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 I the the world was spinning. I was gone, gone, uh, and it was kind of crazy for me. I'm already out of it, low key. In terms of just like I'm ex- I'm either I'm I was extra hyped and I was extra mellow. Hey, I was talking and I was move and I was moving all smooth and shit. And it ended up I went to the bar and got uh, these girls some drinks. It was intended to be just the girl, one girl who got a drink because that's the one who I was talking with. But I made the mistake of using my card at the bar. And if I do have one recommendation for you all. Or one if piece of advice I kind of hope you take, bring cash with you. If we're all my newcomers to the bar scene and shit, bring, if you're going to buy drinks at the bar, bring cash. Don't use your card. Because I made the mistake of using my card and 
I let her order her drink. And she ended up buying drinks for her and her friends. And she had like two, three other friends. And then when I was done with them, I I, I did the same thing to another. Because I just thought that's what you do. I, I there Yeah, I went to another girl and, you know, we were dancing and then we got drinks again. And I didn't, I just thought that's what you do. I didn't, I, cause I, that's what I was told originally. I'm like, hey, that's the gentleman thing to do, buy the girl the drink and then just talk and shit. And I did that. And the messed up part was, but at the time I wasn't working a full time job. I don't even think I was working at the time. It, this might have been like, yeah, I think it was like junior year. I didn't have a job on campus. My, my only source of income was something that wasn't like, we a weekly income you know what i'm saying like it was very sporadic money so i didn't really have a lot of money i ended up spending like 70 75 dollars at the bar that night and i had no idea because i was already so out of it so all of a sudden i see the notification on my phone that i paid 75 dollars at this bar and i'm like what the fuck and i'm like what the fuck and i was completely turned off i'm like no 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 i'm not ever buying women drinks again i'm not buying bar drinks again yada 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 and i was that way for a while and until very recently, I actually like, you know what, let me move past this. Let me not make this a habit because just because it happened once doesn't mean it has to happen again. You just got to move smarter next time. So that's now my mentality. But now I don't mind. I will say, don't let these women fool you. One drink, buy them one. Use catch. And if they ask for a second one, that might be a red flag that they're trying to use you. So be careful. That, that piece of advice I kind of do hope you take. One drink, bring cash, and be very aware. Another thing I kind of want to throw at the piece of advice that I kind of hope you take, and, and this is for anyone, especially but women in particular, please go with someone that you can trust. If you're going to go out and turn up that night, please do it, have fun. But you need a friend that you know you can trust. Because admittedly, niggas are creepy. And, and by the way, when I, when I say the M-word, I'm, talk, I'm not talking about black people. I'm talking about everybody. I just, yeah, everybody. I'm going to stop being that. Everybody. There are dudes hella creepy and move very wrong. And I, sadly, I think that's just the way people are today. And it's, it's upsetting sometimes. It's like, damn, that sucks. People kind of move that way, but it's, it's just the case. So people, I understand when women can be overprotective of their friend. I'm not mad at that. Sometimes uh, there was one time actually it happened recently as soon as yesterday that was a little annoyed with that. Again, I handled it like a pro and I'll get into that later. But but even for guys, your thing now, when I say bring a friend with you, it's not as much of a issue because it's a safe because for women, it's kind of like a safety concern for men. I just say it because you need to you need someone, you know, knows your limits and you know you can trust 100% and won't, you know, not ride with you and not be of help when, you know, something goes wrong. I'll tell you this incident that happened with me and my boy from PA. He's going to have a code name. His code name is going to be Samuel. So me and Samuel went out to a bar in Philly, big bar, big bar in Philly, you know, and we had a phenomenal time because my dude Samuel, I'll give him a lot of, he's probably one of my favorite people to go out with because he is smoother than I am. And I, I, you know, not to brag, I consider myself pretty good um, most days. I have my bad days, but trust, but most days, especially when I'm with people who are as smooth as my boy Samuel, it's easy because I can just play off him. I can just, do, I can just do what he, I can just kind of not do what he do because I have my own, I have my own thing that I do. But, you know, I can kind of just let him, let him lead and I can just come in and be like Scotty Pippen and he can be Jordan. I'll let him be Jordan. 
So it's always fun to go out with Samuel, man. So Samuel and I go out. We are talking to these uh, two girls and, you know, having a good time and everything. We end up going to the bar and we I don't know what happened where we both were on like separate sides of the bar. Like we were literally across from each other. So I don't know. And I still I'm still trying to figure out exactly how that happened. And because I don't know. But what ended up happening, to keep a long story short, is that all of a sudden I see the mood change from across the room between Samuel's girl and I see the mood change. I see the girl now being very looking very agitated. And then I kind of hear her scream a little bit. And we're, and I'm like, and I told the girl I'm with, like, hey, hold up a second. Because I, I, I went over there. Samuel was hella confused. And what ended up happening is when I went over there and like, what's going on? Samuel said, I don't want to hang with this girl anymore. And she just seemed, can't seem to handle it. And then the girl starts going off. And now it's, now it's a big problem because a scene is being made. People are looking around. And we're in Philly. He knows Philly more than I do. I really don't know Philly. Like, Samuel's the only person I really know in Philly now. And it was causing a scene and I was nervous. Especially because it's two dudes and a white woman. Pretty white woman, too. So what I was concerned about is, one, I'm not good emotionally at handling stressful situations like that where I feel like I'm being confronted and being challenged. Emotionally, I'm still working on being more in control when I am in a confrontational situation. Because what I anticipated what could possibly happen and what I thought might happen is that there's going to be some save-a-hoe type dude or the security, or more so the security guards were going to try to play save a and really try to start something and really try to be aggressive towards us. And I was concerned because, one, I'm not a big dude, so I know the type of physical altercation that could happen. I'm losing, and also I'm not going to be in the right to the cops. I was so nervous that happened. So thankfully, I just told Samuel, like, no, leave forget this, we're going to leave, end the night early. And that's exactly what we did. We ended the night early. The Because la the last thing I want to do, and I'm, and I'm, if you want to take it out on being a pussy, that's fine. The last thing I want to do is be out somewhere I am not known in and be fighting anybody or be in some sort of art public altercation. I don't like the attention and I don't like what could come out of it. So we left. Ended night early, and it ended at that. No one even kicked us out. It seemed like people were actually on our side because when we were standing out there and there was people walking out, we actually talked to a few people like, hey, man, that's they're like, hey, man, these hoes are crazy and shit. And, you know, they were just being nice, and we were just like, okay, yeah, man, yeah, man appreciate it, but, you know, we're going to get out of here type stuff. All, all good vibes at the end, but I was so concerned on how bad it could be. That's like my craziest bar story because I was, I was scared. I was scared of what might possibly happen. And if we handle that wrong, I feel like my fear of what could happen would have happened. So it's just a, that's why it's important to go with people you trust. If I didn't know, if I didn't know Samuel and I don't feel like I could have convinced him to walk out of there, then it's a whole different situation. Very different situation. That's why I stress the importance of going out with people you do know, you do trust. And before I get into my next little rant, if you haven't already, make sure to go watch all the episodes of the West Next Podcast. You can watch it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or RSS.com. I have shows about red flags, 
my undergrad reflection, online dating, my personal fitness journey, uh, the Andrew Tate episode. Like I got a lot of content out there for you all to watch. And also the sports edition with me and Nick Promzow. Shout out to Nick Promzow. He's been a great co-host so far. So show him some love on these episodes. Make sure you comment nice things about him because he's doing a phenomenal job. And by the time this episode goes out, you will see me on another podcaster's show, T Sports TV, D-Y-N-M-Y-T Sports TV. He's, a, he's great at what he does, so make sure to go check him out. I'm on his episode. Maybe I won some prizes. Maybe I didn't. That's for you to go see. Now, let's get into more of this, my clubbing experience. I know one of the next questions is, do you get, do you get girls? And my answer to that, anytime anyone asks me, I say, who cares how my game is? One, because most likely it's better than yours. Because if you're asking me that question, I'm already a little concerned you don't get no play. So that's so that's automatically just like a red flag of why you care how smooth my game is. I'm good. I, but to answer your question more candidly, um, some days it's my night, some days it isn't my night. But overall, I think I'm pretty good. One, I don't feel like I bring negative energy. And I don't bring pervert energy like a lot of these fools do. And and please don't bring that energy. Don't please don't go in there being like I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck somebody in here tonight. Uh, someone's gonna be sucking my you know what tonight. Like don't bring that energy. Don't bring that energy. Just go in there. Remember just to have a good time. Uh, remember to you know be friendly, which I've been working on. Cause naturally I'm not a friendly guy, so I've been working on that, and it's better now. I also think I'm also think I'm very attractive. You know. And I know it sounds arrogant to say that, uh, but shit, I work hard on my physical appearance. So, yeah, I think it's done wonders and it helped me out a bit. I don't have classic bar traits as far as like, you know, I'm, I'm six foot, I'm six foot, I'm jacked, you know, I'm with, uh, the, I'm with the athletes and stuff like that. And I'm not, you know, usually I'm probably, I, I can admit, I'm probably not the first person someone would look at at a bar. I come in with good energy and I'm... And I'm a, and I go after the people who I know are looking at me. Like when it comes to like interacting with females in the in the club or in at party and stuff, my strategy is always, hey, listen, if we're make if you if I, if you're making eye contact with me or you're or you're giving me a smile and I'm attracted to you and I'm feeling you or I feel like hey this person might be good to talk to, I'm locked in. I'm gonna go over to you. But if you don't, I probably won't. And that's because. I'm not in the business of being all up in people's grill. If you're, if you want me to come over there, I will go over there. If you don't, I'm not going over there. You know, I'm always looking for a look when it comes to people, when it comes to dancing with ladies and when it comes to interacting, it's about, it's for me, it's that eye contact. Show me that eye contact. Show me your, you want me to go over there. So that's kind of like the energy I feel like I'm on. And admittedly, like, like I said before, if I was single, I mean, if I wasn't single, I would not be in the clubs, most likely. I wouldn't be, because what's the point? I don't go because I like listening to loud music with a bunch of random people. I go because, one, I like to, you know, live in the moment, de-stress myself, but also it's to meet, you know, some girls and, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe have a good time with them, maybe not. It doesn't matter to me as much anymore. It used to matter a lot to me. Now, that's not my energy. It's more so just like, hey, let's let's maybe I meet someone cool here. 
most likely it's probably someone I won't talk to beyond that day. But it's okay. It doesn't have to be. I don't come into the bar looking for friends. I go in the bar, you know, to de-stress, maybe meet some nice people. You know, if the, if the, if the girl's bad, maybe the intention's trying to get some play. But I don't ever, I'm a, I never like, damn, I never, I didn't get her draws that night. I, I'm never on that shit. There's so much more to people than that. You know what I mean? And plus, if you really that nigga, you can, you can, you can do it without the clubs. I promise you. You, you shouldn't need liquor in order to, you know, holla at these shawties. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, what's next? What, do I, what else do you want? What's, what else do you want to talk about, guys? I'm trying to think of what else I can share with you. I talked about my craziest bar experience. I've talked about how I move at the bar. I also kind of talked about the type of friends I like going to the bar with. I like going with fun people. I like going to, with people who genuinely have fun. And I'm looking for people who genuinely have fun. As much as I love my friends, some of y'all don't. Some of y'all forget to have fun and just enjoy. And I even like going to the club with you know some of my other friends. It's just kind of different, but I like going with them because they are friends at the end of the day, and they're people I trust. So. It's always fun to go out with people you trust and you can just laugh with, have a good time with. Now, let's talk about like drinks. What kind of drinks? I just thought about this. What kind of what do I order at the bar and what do I like to drink? Do I consume drugs? Do I do this kind of stuff? I'm pretty basic. No, if you ask me, do I do hardcore drugs? Do I do pills, ecstasy, cocaine, crack, whatever you could think of as far as like hardcore drugs are concerned? Not at all. And I never will. And I'll never try it. Please be responsible with your fucking consumption of shit. Be responsible with the alcohol you drink. Be responsible with any weed that you do. And more importantly, be responsible on the road. If you for a second believe you cannot drive home, do not drive home. Need a place to stay? Go find a place to stay. Or take an Uber. People would be willing to pay your Uber to make sure you aren't hurting someone else on the road. If you ask for a ride, do something. Stay around for a while. You know, especially if it's alcohol. Alcohol can wear off if you eat. So I always say don't go start drinking and doing wild shit on an empty stomach. Make sure you eat before. Make sure you eat after. And sit and wait a minute. Relax. Do what you got to do before you go on the road. And don't if you think you're going to hurt someone on the road, do not go on the road. Safety in any of these nightclub life and all that, that matters first before anything. Before these girls, before your lit time, you hear stories all the time of people not being safe, making bad decisions, and someone else's life who had nothing to do with the situation it either ended or they're in critical condition because of your silly mistake. Please be careful. I'm going to share one more story with y'all. And before I do that, I'm going to once again tell y'all the goal is to reach 1,100 followers by the time this episode is out. I plan on having this episode out before Halloween. So make sure to follow the West Next Podcast Instagram is underscore West Next Podcast underscore. I'll even shout out my personal Instagram. My personal Instagram is real. See underscore wilkins wilkins w-i-l-k-i-n-s you can watch these episodes on spotify apple Podcasts, and rss.com we have sponsors coming up so please be on the lookout for that and please make sure to watch the west next podcast sports edition with me and nick pranzato we do episodes every week unfiltered and it's a lot of fun to record and i know if it's a lot of fun to record it's gonna be just as fun to watch so Check it out. Now, my final story I'm going to share with y'all before I uh, 
close down this podcast here is a funny ass story. We're going to end on a really light note. This story happened. Geez, when did this happen? I was at TCNJ. Should I share this story? The more I'm thinking about it, it's like, should I share this story? Maybe this will be an Instagram live story. I'm going to actually, yeah, that's going to, you know, it's going to be an Instagram live story. So I'm going to actually tell y'all just some key things to remember before you go to a bar. Just key things to remember here. One, always bring a pair of jeans because a lot of these bars are strict and under dress code. So always bring a pair of jeans. Bring a dress shirt as well. You know, you can't just wear anything to these clubs, sadly, especially if you're a dude. Bring some extra cash. Cash is important to bring to the clubs. You do not want to pay their over-expensive drinks with your card because uh, people might take advantage of that. Next, I would say, don't be on some weird, weird nigga shit, you know? Calm and cool, calm, come in calm and collected. Obviously lit, but also, but also just please use common sense. And if someone said no, it's okay. You shouldn't be embarrassed. Just move on. That, that's the great thing about clubs. There's other girls that you can talk to. One of them is bound to at least like you a little bit. Next, go with people you trust. Have a phenomenal time. And more importantly, whatever club you go to. Oh, oh first off, let's talk about this. Actually, every club has a different vibe. I forgot to share this. I've been to, I feel like I've been to a bunch of different clubs and I love that. There, there's the there's black people clubs where I love that the most for me. Everyone's lit. Everyone's having a good time. Everyone's turned up. And uh, you don't have to do a whole lot. And if you know what I mean by this, you know what I mean. You don't have to do a whole lot of talk. Uh, you don't have to do a whole lot of listening and all and all that stuff. So it's always just fun to. It's a good turn up place. My the only thing I will say that I don't like is how many people are fucking in there. Cause black clubs get populated like a motherfucker. It's always hot. It's always hot. Always so many freaking people. Next, there's a white people bars where it's just it's real cool. Not a lot of people, you know, everyone, you, you know, you got someone playing like little live music. Usually it's like some generic like country music. It's cool. You know, I like going to white bars to just go to the bar and drink because their drinks are usually a little cheaper and it's just a, and you can hear people. So it's nice. Uh, it's a nice place to just go and talk. You know, if you're if you're just mellow, you're just chill. You just kind of you're not trying to turn up. You're just trying to chill and have a nice time. White bars are a good places to talk to people. And then I would say the most common bar that I go to are, is college bars where it's just kind of like a little mix of everyone it's cool sometimes i would say that those are the bars i've liked less and less because one i'm probably just too used to it and i would say it's just because it's a mixture of everything and that can be great sometimes but that can also be really bad sometimes because the best and worst of both type all types of bars and plus you don't get a lot of mature people in there so so you get a little less mature people more shit can go wrong you know what i'm saying Actually, in Atlanta City, uh, for my boy's birthday, we all, me and my crew, went to um, some bar, some nightclub over in the Atlantic City area. And one of my friends, who is one of the nerdiest people you can meet, my man was having a phenomenal time. And let me tell you how good of a friend I try to be, and the type of person I like. And this is, and I don't do this for any, I don't do this for anybody, but I, I did it for him because that's my dog. Code name is Ezekiel. Ezekiel is one of the nerdiest people you can meet, but you love him. This man was talking to someone's mom and her daughter. Her daughter is pretty bad, right? She's like she's a cute white girl, and then the mom, the mom's not your typical like no, that's not typical, but your mom's not a milf. I want to say you know all women are beautiful in their own way. You know all women have unique unique looks that is beautiful to somebody. Not for me. 
uh, this particular woman. But she was a mom out there just trying to have a good time. Don't know why she's in the club at her age, but it's fine because she was in her like high 40s, 50s. But obviously, I think all of us, we can all say, because it, it was a big group of us, wanted to holler at the daughter because the daughter was bad. She liked Ezekiel. I felt like in the way I saw things, she liked Ezekiel the most. So when I peeked at, I told Ezekiel, and Ezekiel's like, you know, I got, I kind of like, I got this, I got this. Cause he, we, we, me and, um, another friend of mine, he, he, he went up to us like, Hey, hey, tonight I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get lit. Y'all, like y'all, y'all going to be on my, y'all, y'all going to have my back out there. Right. Y'all going to find, find me something cool. Right. My, my dude not only found people for himself, but found people for us that night. And he actually, and the girl, I think liked him the most. So I, to like distract away, kind of started hanging out with the mom more because the mom was feeling me. And I, and now I wasn't feeling the mom. I wasn't feeling the mom so much, but the mom was feeling me, and I'll tell you why she was feeling me. She told me where her hotel room was. She whispered dead ass in my ear where her hotel room was, and unless you're stupid, you know what time that's on. So uh, I, I kind of ignored it, but I still managed to like you know distract, you know, make sure we're engaging so he can make his move on on the daughter, and you know see where that goes. So next thing you know, I see my boy Ezekiel and the girl dancing in the VIP section. And we're not VIP at all, but somehow that fool got in the VIP section, and I was rooting. I was like, I was cheering him like he's a like all this fan. I'm like, yeah. And then I like kind of like whispered, like or kind of not whispered, but mouthed, like like make your move, right? And uh, he didn't. And it's okay, but that's the thing. It's okay that he didn't. I think he should have, and I think he had the opportunity. I think the girl liked him, but she ended up dancing with some other dude. Sucks for him because he he had first, but. Like I said, it's okay because he had such a good time and we all had a good time. So so anytime where everyone's having a good time, we can share funny stories and we are living in the moment. That's why I consider a great time at the bar. It's not how many girls you get. It's not how much play you're getting. It's not about how drunk you are. It's about just having a great time. And that's real shit. So with that being said, thank you all so much for watching episode six of the West Nest podcast. My personal experience clubbing, partying for the time I have. I have a lot more to learn. And I have a lot more stories to share. Hopefully, they're going to be better than any story I share with you today. So, if you don't already, please follow the West Next Podcast. We have over a 1,000 followers. The Instagram handle, once again, is underscore West Next Podcast underscore. You can find these episodes of the West Next Podcast in my bio of the Instagram. And it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and RSS.com. So, in the meantime, my name is Ben Chanel Wilkins. Thank you all so much for watching. And until then, peace out.